broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. This week on the Wrestling Rewind, we got to take a look into what is shockingly, and I honestly mean this with all respect, becoming my favorite wrestling company of the second half of 2020, and that is Impact Wrestling. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... I watched Turning Point, and I, I I liked it. I didn't just like it. I I was laughing. I was excited. And what finally hit me, Dara, and 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 maybe you feel differently. Maybe you feel the same way. I'm not sure. But because we have these empty arenas, essentially, because of the lockdown, hmm. it's almost like it's the great equalizer. WWE. AEW, TNA, we don't have the difference between how many thousands or tens of thousands of people are in the stadium. So we're really just getting an even keeled look at the wrestling product itself. Mm. And I'm really starting to fall in love for the most parts. It definitely had bad moments, but I'm really starting to fall in love with the characters and the matches in Impact Wrestling. So I'm super curious on what you think. I can't wait to dive into this, and I really want to break this show down. This is Turning Point 2020 here on The Wrestling Rewind. And also you're joining us on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Thank you very much, guys. If you haven't subscribed, please do. We've received a bunch of comments, got some new subscribers. It's great to see on The Rewind channel. So keep it up, guys. Uh, Comments really uh, help us. Uh, Again, we are going to keep focused on what we've been doing past shows and all that kind of stuff but impact have been great to us so we're giving back and as i said you know i'm actually really happy that one the product is so good because we're covering it and it's it's a joy to cover honestly dave i think it's i agree with you everything you said there it's um you know for a long time it's been a number three but i don't think that's a bad thing uh, now they're they're aware of where they are and what they're doing and here's the thing they might be number three in size but they're number one in quality and content and it's I would say don't bother with any of the other shows honestly um, because they're not as fun oh uh, that's bold that is bold but you're right I don't get bored now granted get bored. they haven't sucked me into week by week yet yeah they've sucked well, me into pay-per-views well here's the thing you know obviously we're going to cover a Survivor Series because of what it is but yes the big hook of Survivor Series is none of the matches. <laughs> it's right. The Undertaker. Which you're still wrong about, but yeah. Right. Com- compared to WWE, compared to WWE and Turning Point that we've seen, all the matches there were from bell to bell, from start to finish. Even like a match that I didn't think I'd enjoy, I really did. Um, it's a solid it's a solid product. Um, week to week. And here's the thing. The Impact app is free for the most part. You can watch the show. I was shocked that the show was free. I was watching oh. it. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. 
great so quality good. too. Absolutely. And, and also I the- swear we're not shilling. Like I'm not no, getting not. a kickback. <laughs> like, honestly, this was truly fun to watch. Well, and the tw- they're, they're, all their shows are free on Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. So every week they're there also. And here's the thing, guys, you know, I can't stand AEW for loads of reasons. And here's the thing, right? On that point, <laughs> I, a couple of people I've been watching, uh, Polina Promotions, went on a big rant about AEW. And it's like, well, this tide is starting to turn. And I think it's from what you said as well, Dave. The crowd is gone. Mm-hmm. So it's really exposed to being what it is. It's just brought down to its strength as a product. And right now, out of all three of them, TNA, Impact Wrestling, has the most strength. It's the most entertaining. It's the most compelling. And, you know, it's also different. It feels like a different mm. show. It doesn't feel like I'm watching something that's pretending to be something that's not. It's it's a strong yeah, it's a strong product that has this really, really strong feel to it. And it's just it's nice because it's it's been so long since we've had that. You know, instead of um, oh, this is what they should do, it's like, no, we have a vision for what we're gonna do, we're gonna portray it, and you guys can come along for the ride. And I think that's when yeah. promotions are the strongest. And I want to put this in context for people who maybe they're tuning into the Rewind for the first time, or maybe this is the first time they put their dial to 92.5 when you mm-hmm. and I have you on. I want to add a little background. I, for essentially 10 years of my life, literally worked and was paid to cover WWE programming in several facets. I, when AEW first started, I attended live their third ever show. Mm. I was all in, yes, pun intended, but I was all in for their third TV taping. And I was there. I brought like six, seven different friends with me. And honestly, it was super duper fun. But what I found is the show that for so many years I disregarded ever since the first couple of maybe the first year or so when I actually did buy the Wednesday night pay-per-views and I would watch what was going on week by week. This is the first time really since then that I found myself interested in impact wrestling as a product. And I say this not to just, you know, you know, exude all over them and say they're awesome, but to provide the context of I've walked the walk and I've talked the talk with all three of these companies. And right now this is the one that's the most harmonious for what I want out of a wrestling product in terms of enjoyment for our current state of the world. And I laugh, I get excited, I get kind of upset, and that's what I want. It's making me feel things, and the other two companies aren't doing that unless it's involving some form of nostalgia. At least with impact, I feel things right now. That's it, you know, WDB is living on its nostalgia. AEW is living on not being WWE and Impact Wrestling is living on being itself and that's the big thing you know as I said Survivor Series I would honestly have no interest watching it if it wasn't The Undertaker right Um, but and that's the only reason why I'm watching it it's literally the only only reason and you know even with this show we're lucky in the sense that we don't have to cover it we can watch something good um, but well, I'm waiting to see if AJ gets a match. Then I'll oh. watch two parts. I'm not Fair. sure if he's you know on the card yet. Fair. But what's cool about this is you know going in relatively cold because we're not watching week to week. 
Um, and the main reason why is um, the time for me is just it's impossible to watch it. It doesn't work for me. It, you know, I, yeah. I'm working. I work, you know, till a certain time at night, and then I got stuff I got to do. So, and I live in Ireland. <laughs> you live in Ireland. Absolutely. So we're so we're five hours ahead, and that's right. the reason why. But you know, if it does get to a point where it moves into week to week, I would I'd be happy enough to watch that maybe on a delay or something like that. But as far as the the pay per views go, it's an absolute treat. It's an absolute joy. Mm. Um, and it's it's not because of anything in particular. It's just the show itself. It kind of feels the way NXT was, you know, where it's presenting its best foot forward for every one of these shows. Where it feels like cool. Okay, throughout the matches, I'm ta- I'm given a story. I'm given uh, performers who are performing to a very high extent uh, caliber without being stupid you know like there's no stupid mo- and even in something which you think there would be the swaggle match that was less stupid than a lot of other things i've seen this year i honestly didn't we'll, we'll get to it but yeah i feel like aew and we're going to be making these comparisons until we you have get to. in your head that we you know, have to we do we, we have, have to, to. Yeah. but aew it's almost as though the wrestlers that are there have this chip of their on their shoulder of I should be the top star in WWE. That that's and the in, problem with it. Yeah, yeah that, that's what and I can't impact. Stand it's more like okay, hey, it didn't work out for me there, but I'm going to show you why I'm really good, and I'm going to create a product that you can enjoy. I, I would I would say I don't I wouldn't even say it's that Dave with impact. I think there's a bit of it, well, one or two of them, but it's yes. more like for people like. Um, Eddie Edwards and Chris Saban and James Storm in particular, right? Oh. They could yes. be in WWE. They were in WWE. They were. They don't what, care. Was like, Saban? Uh Saban was for a cup of coffee. But really? Because yeah. James Storm made a and I actually made a Facebook post about it when he left of oh, he made a terrible decision. And I take that back now. Yeah. I, I understand the, why people got mad at me. Yeah. Because um, James Storm came into NXT, big ovation. Who knows what could have happened? granted he could have been in better shape people go through things in their lives it happens but man did i love him on this pay-per-view and he's back in good form i i love james storm he's a i'll try to dig out the interview from a couple of years ago he's genuinely a really nice guy too he seems um, like he honestly his persona of dude you want to go to a bar with and have a drink i totally get yeah absolutely but it was great to see him and the thing about it is with those guys in particular they could be in wwe it could be an aw it could be huge stars in aw but they're more like I'm happy here, you know. And also, I'm just going to put on a great match, and we're going to try build something. We're going to pick every. It, it's it's literally the, the biggest comparison again. Ironically enough, this is the attitude era WWE. That's what these guys are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same mindset where they're like, we're not going to look at what you're doing. Yeah, we're just going to do what we're doing and do it the best that we can. And that's what we've seen in 1999 and 1998 and 1997 WWE where they're like, right. If we try to match those, we won't work. So let's just do our own thing. And, you know, that's what they're doing. And it, it you feel that it's it's really cool. Like, it's what I like about it is I can watch it, uh, Impact Wrestling Show and watch the wrestling that I like from the WWE. And then it doesn't, it isn't jarring. It, it feels very complete. It's a, it's a very perfect um, way to do wrestling, in my opinion. When I watch AW, I'm like, oh, this is bad. When I watch WWE, it's like, this is horrific because they're trying to do these weird things. It's it's not very natural. Like, Impact Wrestling is a very natural show, and that's why when you're, you're able to watch a cold, 
it's the only mm. show I'd say you're able to watch a pay-per-view, not know who's on it and still have a good time. You used yeah. to be able to do it at NXT. You can't do that so much now. You know what I mean? Well, that's the fun that I have with Impact. And when I watch AEW, I feel like they're constantly reminding me, we're not WWE. Remember? Yeah. We're not. We're not. Yeah. Watch us because we're not. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, like, I, even when I don't I, care, I don't, I don't want you to be. That's why I'm watching you. But even when I, when I bring up Impact Wrestling to people, or you, you know, I have to say actually, then the meme of AEW being great is starting to drop very fast. Um, like, yeah, I know Full Gear was quite good, but I haven't watched it. I heard it's good, but I'm like, I was watching Impact and I had a much more better time with it. But so let's get into this. Yes. So the first match was a surprise opener, I'll be honest with mm. you, but I was really happy with it. Um, Eddie Edwards defeated Davari. Davari's in phenomenal shape, and I've never been a Davari fan. Mm, what's but- up with that? Yeah, it's just it's like when Stephen Richards just showed up and he's absolutely shredded, and you're like, "Wow, dude, okay." But what's great about the fairy is like he's in great shape, but he's also in great wrestling shape. As far as mm. like he looks like he hasn't missed a beat since he was there. I know he's a big player in the in the in the Impact uh, in the X Division uh, when he was there. But Eddie Edwards is great. I love the new gimmick with Eddie Edwards. I love the new look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a much more natural look from him. He's weird with a beard. I still haven't really got used to him with a beard yet. Yeah, I've seen him in the Wolves, <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> It's still strange, but uh, this is well, and, and I like that he's wearing the tank top to kind of cover up that wolf ball, so that you don't you don't have that image in your mind of DB yeah. Records every time. Yeah. I will say one of my favorite wrestling moves of all time is the Shining Wizard. Absolutely, and Eddie Edwards' finisher is basically a complete standing version versus versus a uh, kneeling version of the Shining Wizard. AJ Lee, of course, probably the most popular person to use that in recent memory and hmm. man does it look good the boston knee party yeah as he really calls good. it yeah, the great, it. great little finish at the end as well um like i i think this is the best way to open up shows with an x division style match and obviously eddie edwards is you know he's done it all but i i'm getting like aj styles vibes off eddie edwards new character where it's like it's proper like he's not he's no AJ Styles right he's just not but the presentation the the focus on like a toned down character where the wrestling comes first that's really what I'm getting off him now and it's, it's cool you know I think he could ride this to an, uh, an X Division belt or even going up to the world belt because it is that good of a gimmick Um, really like the next match and I think after last week's show I don't want to get stuck on well, not last week's show, the last Impact show where we we we, we talked about Emma for too long. But this this was the Emma match, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So Rosemary, is uh, there ever too long with Emma? No, there is not. There is not. <laughs> so Rosemary. By the way, can we can we can we get this right? The poor chick's name. Oh, I'm sorry. The poor girl's name is uh, Tenille Dashwood. Dashwood. Okay, yes. can we Tenille just get Dashwood. it out there? And now we can go forward, and it's Emma. So Rosemary uh, and Taya Valk- Valkyrie defeated Danelle Tashwood, who is Emma, and Jorneedon Grace with Caleb with a K. I have to say, right, I love Caleb with a K. I think he's a great little manager where he's just, he's been, you know, it's the flip of what it's we It's the total creep, right? Yeah, it's but total... it's, it's so cool. Like, he's like this weird, like, flip on, like, the, the female manager, but also the floozy gimmick at the same time. Does Dashwood really have 3 million Instagram followers? Is that true? I don't know. Was she on well, I'm going to find out right now. I'm going to start following her during the show, actually. <laughs> for, for, for research, obviously. That's it. For research? For research. Oh, I was going to use it to have... 
So anyway, I thought the match was great. <laughs> we're researching just now as we're because we're we are professionals. We're, we're very are, professionals. We're professionals. What we do, which is professionally suck, and uh, yeah, <laughs> suck. Well, we're no. Never mind. Okay, hold on. So she has one point five million followers. Josh Matthews lied to me. So <laughs> what a concept. Yeah, yeah. So you know, close, close. Close, and her, you know. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh man. Yeah, I love this match though. I think Rosemary's super cool, man. I think she, like she is so my type of diva, uh, or knockout. I just love the gimmick. I think she's super weird. Um, her move, like her move. Can we just can we can we call it for what it is when we're talking about Dashwood here? Okay. There is a very real difference between a WWE female superstar and a regular indie superstar. Even though they claim they've gone through this women's revolution and that it's really just about the wrestling, when you see Emma and what she looks like and you compare her to the fantastic wrestlers, don't get me wrong, that make up the rest of this match. I mean, come on, man. It's it's not even fair. Well, Emma's amazing, dude. That's the thing. She's just absolutely incredible, you know, in in every way. But what I will say is, you know, there's your face. You're being really careful right now, and I really appreciate that as my co-host. <laughs> um, but, you know, What's her name, said, by the way? Dashwood? Daniel Dashwood. Daniel oh, Dashwood. she just posted a story. Yeah, what the hell, Josh Matthews? Josh Matthews has some explaining to do. Well, I'm gonna um, follow. I'm gonna follow Alexi Kaufman. I remember Alexa Bliss is engaged. Welcome to Dave. Doesn't watch wrestling. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! I sent you this. I I told you this. Oh, about- this isn't. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe your nonsense and lies. <laughs> well, I'm not lying. So far, I've been right about the Undertaker and Sting, so I'm two for two. Sasha Banks' real first name is Mercedes. I clearly follow no female wrestlers on Twitter, and now I'm starting to follow all of them, and apparently none of them have real names that I would ever have guessed. So while Dave is amusing himself... uh, Wait, is Paige's real name Soraya? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, did you not watch the movie? I mean, I watched a movie, but it involved Xavier Woods. (laughs) I was talking about fighting with my family. Yeah, her name is Soraya. Yeah. Soraya Knight. You're welcome, Paige, if you ever wanted to be on this show. Paige, please come on the show. Don't, don't mind the American. You know how he is. <laughs> I'll sit out that episode. I promise. I'll just be like uh, Braden Walker. That wasn't his name. Oh, God. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. What was his uh, name? I love that, dude. Uh, what Chris Harris? Not Chris Harris, was it? Yeah, oh, that was that. No, no. Who was uh, the assistant GM? Paige's real life boyfriend. I have no idea, dude. I don't, I don't follow them in that detail. I'm just. And you couldn't not watch wrestling and miss this. <laughs> oh wait! Oh my God! Berta, Bra- no, no, it wasn't Bertha Rio. Bertha Rio was. Be, no, no, no. Well, yes, she did date him, but then she left him because he was like. Uh, slander. 
uh, abusive or something. But oh my gosh, allegedly. his name began with a B, right? Yeah, allegedly. His name began with a B, wasn't it? I don't know, Dave. Uh, uh, once he started dating uh, Bertha Dario, I was like, this is wild. Oh my gosh, she was the guy that she was with before she was. He's the one that filmed. Oh, anyway, we're 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 moving. We've gone wildly we're, off we're, track. We're okay. moving. We're moving swiftly we're, on. We're moving yeah, swiftly on. This will be edited. And by the way, I'm gonna follow you right now, Paige. My apologies. <laughs> so Rosemary um, and uh, Valkyrie had a great showing in this. Uh, really cool match. Excellent tag team match. Probably one of the best tag team matches I've seen all year. Um, but I, you know, Caleb with a K. He's my new favorite floozy. Um I think it's great. It's really good. Um, I was waiting for kind of the drop to happen, and when when it did happen, I was a little bit shocked. Um, what did you think of Brian Mares versus Swoggle, Dave? Okay, so while I try and so, remember what this guy's name is, I'll talk seriously about this match. I thought it was fantastic because the jaw jacking between the two of them mm. was great. The, the story that they were telling in the ring, both verbally and with the moveset, I thought hit every point that I wanted it to. Yes, you got to see the fact that Swaggle was actually a pretty decent wrestler and can actually cut great promos. And anybody who's watched his, I believe it's High Spots uh, mm. DVD, knows that he is not going to hold anything back. Now, this was interesting to me, of course, because Swaggle did make a bit of a cameo on AEW Dynamite not too long ago, so we didn't really know where he was going to end up. But I think Impact is a really... Brad? I'm going with Brad as a first name that's popping into my mind. But um, I thought that Swaggle was really solid. I thought that the former uh, Kurt Hawkins told his story extremely well. I like that they did not go for the finish of having Swaggle win. Mm. I think that would have been too predictable, almost. I think in this case, it benefits Brian Mares better than Swaggle right now. Yes, uh, an apology for not remembering, Myers, that that's what you're going by. It's obviously, uh, you know... Yeah, it's look, it, take me time. look, it is what it is. You know, we joke around a bit, but, um, you know, it's... It's a bit of an adjustment, and I think it's... Uh, he looks great, though, to be fair. I think this move has been so much better for him than staying in WWE or anything like that. So it's great to see... Brad Maddox. She was dating Brad Maddox? Brad Maddox. That's who she was dating when all the scandal happened. Yeah, no way. Yeah, no way. You're welcome, people who care about 2018. Crazy. Anyway, so the next match was, I have to say, this match was fantastic, right? Honestly, I was not expecting to like as much as I did, but I think this team is absolute money, pun intended. Chris Saban and James Storm defeated XXXL, AC Romero and Larry D. Well, Saban and Storm have amazing chemistry. They are great great beer guns I beer, like it. oh my it's gosh when really they went down to do a little cheer together and they came up with beer gun and Saban's like uh, I don't know we'll figure it out I don't know we'll figure it out Josh <laughs> Matthews like, set it up a little hokey this commentary for me tonight well at turning point on Saturday night was not the best commentary I've ever heard from Matthews and mm. anybody who's listened to this shows knows I am unapologetically a huge fan of his I thought he was off 
for the entire night, quite frankly. Mm. Um, That's fair. That said, you were mentioning earlier how Eddie, Eddie, um, Eddie is, yeah, totally. How hmm. Eddie Edwards gives you AJ vibe. It's not. It's Chris Saban for me. Chris that Saban too. is the AJ Styles you're of right. impact for me right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. He does. Yeah. They're, I have to say, though, like I've been a huge Modern Mississippi, actually, huge fan of Beer Money and Modern Mississippi Machine Guns. Um, yeah. and now, let's, can we also talk about the other two elephants in the ring? Yeah, before we get Not there. good. Before, yeah, before we get there, though. Yeah, before we get to how we, they were. Fair, yeah, before, before we get there, um, I think what they were doing, like, obviously, this is something that was not planned. This is kind of something that just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's great. You know, I think they are onto something here. Um, Storm is a phenomenal tag team competitor. Um, using them in this role, you've kind of made two big stars into one big team that you can kind of ride for the foreseeable future. And also it gives us something to do when they break up. It's a cool built-in storyline right there. Um, Saban, former world champion as well. Um, I think this suits him better. I think, the uh, again, the X Division belt would also be a good thing to go for again. But this is really cool. Like this added a lot of real heavyweight and prestige to this match. I will let you carry on as to the the major bad point with this match though. Um AC, was that his name? Ace AC 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 Romero. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's green. And then there's neon green that you can see even when your lights are out and the rave's been over for four hours. And that's how I would describe AC. He missed spot after spot. He ruined a great slingshot DDT to the outside by Saban. He had to reset himself multiple times. And I don't know, maybe I'm being a little harsh. Did he do better than I could do? Yes, 100% he did. I will say that straight up. I am not saying this out of any sort of, dude, I could totally be better. I know my place and I know my role. And my role is to talk about what I watch because I've been doing this for long enough to know what's good and what's not good in terms of how an athlete performs. And to even go as far as to call this thing an athlete is a stretch at best. And I think he can improve. I think he can be great. I think you can have sort of a Yokozuna vibe to him. But if you're ever going to think that you're going to get a Bam Bam Bigelow out of AC, then you're beyond delusional. And let me know when the handcuffs are applied. See, I would say that's the risk. That's the risk of hiring somebody that big um, without the capacity to grow um, athletically. Now he was he has worked in all Ali. He was in all Ali. He was in Combat Zone for a while. Um so he does have I a, thought I recognized him. I think yeah. I've actually seen this dude live. Yeah, he does have he does have a little bit of experience, but yeah, man, like th- this team they're 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 a novelty act. You know what I mean? They're like a they're a, a giant to slay, kind of what um heavy machinery wear without the without the kind of likability and range but there's room to grow you know I think working with with Sabin and, and Storm they're the guys who you want to learn under so I'm willing to let them you know they're not champions right they're not carrying the division they just happen to be there so I say we give them a couple of months see how they get on you know after this program if it is a program with Sabin and Stave Storm particularly even if it's not and they're just in the division they can learn and improve but you know yeah, I agree. It was it was pretty hard to watch at some point with them. 
the next match was not at all I love this open challenge kind of thing uh, with the with the X Division belt it's because remember X Division is no limits right so this is cool this is what I want to see it's not about flippy dippies or that kind of stuff this kind whoa, of um, whoa 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 never okay. again on this show will that phrase be uttered flippy dippy okay I'm so <laughs> glad you're an ocean away from me <laughs> no, but what I mean to say is, you know, for a while, the X Division was, was put down as that. You know, a couple of years ago, Doug Williams um, wouldn't have any matches that wasn't a straight wrestling match. You know, when he was the X Division champion, I love when they invert what people think it is. Because, you know, Willie Mack even said it. He goes, you know, it's about no limits. You know, he, his kind of thing was to go in again and, and try to win it on that merit as well. And I think it's a really cool way to do it. So, you know, I love the flippy dippy stuff, but I like when it's inverted because it, it opens up a whole new range of things they can do. It's a new toy box for the guys to play with. Um, Rahit is is a great champion. You know, I, I, I really enjoyed his work. I think he's just, he's so unique. You know, he's such a, I don't want to say he's like a birth of the real because that's, that's unfair, right? He's much better. His range is a lot better and his character is way more defined. But I kind of get that EC3, early EC3 vibe off him as well. The way he carries himself. It's super cool. Actually, it's kind of like Triple H back in 1996. That's kind of what he's like. Um, Cousin Jake <laughs> uh, with Cody Diener. Not the best opponent, but still a solid match. It was a quick match. Um, I enjoyed the backstage segment with the Diener yeah. brothers or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, much better. Yeah. Uh, for the streamers, there, everybody's pregnant in wrestling. What is going on right now? <laughs> the next match, Willie Mack defeated Moose by disqualification. Uh, poor showing, to be fair. From this, I expected a bit more. Willie Mack is always cool to see. Uh, Moose was what it was. Hopefully, these guys kind of get a bit more of a blowout down you know, the line. I was really disappointed by the spear because that's always been as much as I don't care for Moose. The fact that he does the flip on the end of it. Yeah, it's really it's cool nice. to me, but it's he started cool. to flip so early that it wasn't even a spear. It was kind of like a weird back senton that hit Mac, and he just kind of fell over. And then I, I, I get, did appreciate the ending, though. See, I get the feeling this match was kind of rushed. That's the thing. I get the feeling that they had a match laid out, and they were kind of like, right, we got to go for it. Which the ending was good. I liked it as well. But it was. How do you feel about the referee reversal decision? It. It wasn't, it wasn't unexpected. I think this needed something to make the to make it go longer. Like I was expecting this to be the blow off, but right. I don't. Th- I think this was just to make it go a little bit longer. And we probably have a big kind of match where it's you know, false count anywhere or a cage match or something like that. See, that's not that's how they set it up to. though. The at least according to commentary, this is just Moose setting up to have a match against Rich Swan. Yeah, exactly, and that's what's going to happen. But I think their feud will pick up at some point because it's not right. done yet. You know, like this this hurts neither one of them. But it allows Moose to go in it's Rich Swan. But I think I the way yeah, that so I don't I don't think this was sorry, this was the best way for them to build on it without burying either one of them. Even though it was kind of a bit of a letdown. But what I didn't like is Okay, I actually do like that the referee came back after the beatdown and then said, whoa, 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 no, I'm calling it a DQ. I actually appreciate that. Oh, I like that Because too. that's yeah. very old-fashioned and it makes sense. And hey, it's wrestling. You can do that. A referee it's can very, reverse his decision. It's very unforgiving 1999. Oh, wow. 
we're yeah. going there. Yeah. Uh, the next match, we did have a title change in this uh, in this pay per view, and we did call it. We did say this was probably oh. going to happen. Uh, the Good Brothers are your new Impact World Tag Team Champions. I can, may I just I the pay per view right here for me. Uh, it may have had an amazing main event, but I don't care. Oh Lord, I am so happy. Oh yeah, the Good Brothers have now held every championship that matters, and eventually they'll hold AEW's tag championships as well. And I, I don't, don't care th- what you say about contracts, and they, they so. made a deal and they didn't uh, end up there. If you so. think that Kenny Omega is going to pass on that money that they have with the Bucks, you're crazy because you're talking about the original members of the Bullet Club, and that blood knows no bounds when it comes to contract. Eventually, they will end up there, but I don't care right now. What I care is you have one of the best tag teams in the history of all wrestling next to maybe, dare I say, Degeneration X holding tag belts. I mean, the characters that you're seeing from Anderson and Gallows, and yes, I'm throwing a lot of hyperbole in here, and yes, I'm exaggerating. It's clear. Bear with me, guys. I'm just excited because these are my dudes. But there's really something special about them. And absolutely, seeing the moves that they do that they weren't allowed to do in WWE really just makes me smile and excited. I don't know. It really Look, does. I would, I would say the North kind of held the belt warm for them. This was something that, you know, why didn't it happen at Bound for Glory? Well, this is why, because they needed well, a big title. You yelled at me, though, because I said it should have happened at Bound for Glory. Oh, no, and I you disagree. said, well, just wait. Yeah, exactly. I Because they needed a big title change. You know, because no other belt changed hands on this pay-per-view. Well, and it why not change it at Bound for Glory if this was always the plan? Because they needed something for this. There was no... Oh, come on, man. No, it makes sense, right? You want to give people something to watch the show, and it makes sense. It's Instead of blowing your load, you know... On one pay per view, they space it out. Um, or you you be like me, and you just spend a really long time on one pay per view, and you don't have to split it over two sessions of pay per views. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how that's not how you book. Um, <laughs> because here's the thing. It's, 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 Sorry, I'm speaking like a performer, not a booker. I apologize. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? And when you're, if you did it the way that you said, where you gave everybody everything on one pay per view, then why would you watch this? What would happen is we'd be watching this and going, "Oh, they won. We didn't get that that big hype feel." It's what WWE and AEW do. And it's kind of pointless. It's, it's 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 not servicing your your show. It's servicing a boy rate. WCW did it all the time as well. Where you know you're absolutely right. It shouldn't just be about servicing. It you know sometimes you just gotta go for a couple times at ten minutes instead of just one time for an hour. It makes more sense for a storyline and for making sure <laughs> things flow properly. Plus, you get double the satisfaction in the end, right? Well, there you go. You were everyone was satisfied after watching this show, anyway. So there was a no disqualification match for the Impact Knockout Championship. There is actively not looking at my face right now. By the way, so what did you think of this one, man? Uh, you know, it was really missing Dashwood. I thought <laughs> that that can't be a criticism of the tape of the match. <laughs> okay, in all sincerity, um, I I, I like the brutality. 
I thought that that it did crazy. Have, it did have your girl on it, though. Yeah, kind of. But <laughs> here's the thing. Um, you just hold on. Can I just say something? You've completely <laughs> changed now. Where like Emma is just why you watch the 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 knockouts. And I'm not gonna say that's a bad thing. That's but I just love how that's just changed over the. Well, who was it before? Who was I? It was um, Donia. Diana Peraza. Diana Peraza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You called her out by name. Well, listen, here's the thing. She's a North Jersey hairy human being. And um, I watched Jersey Shore for all of its seasons, and I've had enough of it. No, um, I actually thought, no offense, I actually think you're fantastic. And I think that the two things that you, that uh, both you gals went out there and did took a lot of guts and more guts than I would ever possibly have. It was was a vicious match. Oh, my gosh, it was brutal and vicious. And that pile driver at the end? Dude. I mean, if oh, not no. for that beautiful somersault that uh, she took when she absorbed it, that could have been catastrophic. I actually cringed at this pile driver more than the uh, the pile driver we'll talk about in the final match that should not have happened. But here's uh, the thing: this what, was impactful, man. Absolutely, and you know it deserved to go on. Like this was a main event, and this is what I oh, yeah. would, this is what I would class as a, a main event match, male or female. Um, but this is this is why I love Impact Wrestling. They always pushed their knockouts to really kind of push the boat out. Can you uh, imagine WWE, uh, not Divas, women, whatever they want to call Snoop Dogg's cousin on any given week, whatever they are. Can you imagine them doing a pile driver? No. And hitting each wouldn't. other with kendo sticks, not in the playful way that they did during that Hell in a Cell BS match from last year, but yeah. really going after each other. I mean, I thought I was watching, uh, you know, almost a, a CZWS match. But they see, were not holding back, and I loved it. But that's what you get, man. You know, as I said, like by being the de facto third in, uh, you know, next to WWE and AEW, they're closer to the indies, so they can do this kind of stuff. Uh, for a wider audience and if you haven't seen this match this is probably a match of the night uh, as far as you know you know Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan is going to be incredible but this is the match that I would give to people and say look you're really missing out because you're only going to see this here yeah this you're is only the match that you watch and you know it's funny to say because I, I wouldn't have thought this going in but this is the match that you watch Turning Point for absolutely Absolutely, it, and, um, and and that's not taking anything, away. and that's not taking anything away from anyone else on the card. No, it's just adding. It's just it's adding. Just to adding. It. Like this show was incredibly enjoyable. Um, you know, and it's fun. what I love about this is the sleeper matches are the ones that really blow you away, right? And it's super cool because you, the, the tag you match know, blew me yeah, away. The Swaggle the, match blew me away. The this match blew me away. It's almost mm-hmm. like Impact has a great stick. And they're ready to grill it. Yep. But before they throw it on the grill, they put it in the marinade and they let it sit in the refrigerator for three hours. Mm. And every bite just has that extra sensation to it that you go, wow, this is not what I expected, but it's something special and I'm really enjoying it right now. It's almost like they're booking a show. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, taking what I say as an absurd metaphor and putting it in one sentence. Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. Exactly. It's almost like they have a plan. They're booking a show and some crazy old man. Almost like they know wrestling. Yeah, and some crazy old man isn't changing it five minutes beforehand. Whoa, leave Tony Khan's father out of this. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, on it. it's almost like some crazy old man isn't changing it and some Mark isn't been taken for a ride. How about that? Oh, Selena Vega's cringing somewhere. <laughs> she was the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, I read the news this week, folks. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why we didn't do the segment. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go, right? Uh, Rich Swan versus Sammy Callahan, right? Can I just say, Rich Swan is just impressing me more and more every time I see the guy. He just, he's a great champion phenomenal wrestler Sammy Callahan has done some mad stuff has did some mad stuff in this match but uh, oh man they made the right choice putting the belt on Rich Swan. oh my god oh beyond believable um, last week I, I mentioned that there was a song that Ricochet and Rich Swan, uh, Rich Swan used to always come out to in Pro Wrestling Gorilla remembered this week while watching this match that it was all night long and uh I, there's some videos I need to add to our Google Drive for you to watch from oh. PWG because you'll, you'll you'll get it. But right. seeing this Rich Swan this this week um, is not the Rich Swan that I saw at Bound for Glory where I was going. But why did he add this extra weight? But mm. why is he does he have this different look on his face and not the same uh, Playboy kind of look? Is mm. how I would have described him seven years ago or so. Mm. But man. The moves are still there. That cartwheel moonsault was insane. And at the same time, the psychology outshined even the moves that were being done. Now, for me, there was one drawback. And, you know, it is very indie. It is very what both of these guys you would expect for them. But I personally did not appreciate the apron pile driver. I really didn't like it, man. Just tell me, am I getting old? Is it just me getting old? Okay. I understand where you're coming from. I agree and I disagree. I'll, I'll say why I disagree. The main reason why I disagree is this is a main event for a world championship. There wasn't a crowd, man. But it's a main event for a world championship, Right. So I understand why they would do it, why they'd pull out all the stops. However, there was no crowd, but that there's no crowd anywhere. So by that justification, the ladder match that happened at WrestleMania, where they did crazy moves, should you know they shouldn't have done anything. The spot that Kevin Owens took at WrestleMania, shouldn't have. so we can't judge it by that. You know, I think that's unfair. For me, I think I understand why. Like we are going to go out and have the best match that we can. And take these risks that's justified that this is one, it's a pay per view match, and two, it's a world championship match. It makes sense. So, yeah, it's a nasty spot, really nasty. But here's the thing AEW continued the match when someone was concussed. Matt Hardy was concussed. Matt Hardy was, Matt Hardy was concussed. Now you're and talking like, about, oh, well, Matt Hardy was also Cody Deaner, not Cody yeah. Deaner, uh, Cody Rhodes was. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, for me, that's far worse than taking a dangerous spot for a world title. A dangerous spot that de- that is executed well. I will, no. I will give it that. Yeah, um, it, it what? No, don't get me wrong. It's a nasty spot, and it didn't look fun. But you know, I I understand why he did it. Okay. Well, I understand why I'm going to be going through my archives tonight. I'm going to be watching some uh, some old PWG videos because oh for sure. Oh my gosh. Actually, that's the thing, guys. If you want us to cover some PWG, you know, let us know. Email us nerd to no media gmail.com or comment below because we're getting comments in. Um, it, it's great to see that happening, guys. 
And uh, yeah, shout out to Thomas yeah. Rodriguez. Appreciate you watching the show this week. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we're going to get back to covering some uh, rewind shows uh, fairly soon. But obviously, when a pay per view comes up, we jump on that. And that takes kind of priority as well. So next week, Survivor Series is coming up. We'll probably touch on it but we might go to something a bit more fun maybe look at Survivor Series from a couple of years ago and we will be continuing our 1999 run uh, soon as well with Armageddon which Dave you're going to love man it's a fun show Armageddon 1999 um, so hold on what time are we at now we okay yeah we're not going to we'll just go to the hour um, so look we have Survivor Series coming up and uh, obviously at the end of the hour we're going to go off uh, and um Phoenix of M. And uh, yeah, so look, turn the point if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's great. What it's, would you what would you give this? I would give it a solid B. C plus for me, but trust me, that's not a bad thing. No, I'd give it a solid B. Not as good as Bound for Glory, but definitely worth your time. And you'll you, look, it's free. Download the the impact app. <laughs> it's free. You don't even need to download it. Go on your computer. Oh yeah. That's we right, all man. have beautiful monitors nowadays. Watch it. It's oh my gosh! It streamed yeah. to me perfect without any issue. Oh, I, could, I, just... I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It's such it's such great value. You know, it, it's free. All it's worth your time, and your time is not wasted. So, um, you know, thanks for Impact Wrestling for um, you know, uh, the support. And yeah, we're gonna keep watching the show. And it's if it sucks, we'll tell you. But it definitely doesn't. <laughs> That's the truth. We don't hold back. I don't think Dave knows how to hold back. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten this low if I never held back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, guys. So we're gonna uh, switch gears here real quick and talk about um, the, the the real kind of thing that's coming up this weekend, which is Survivor Series. Mm. So do well, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Well, man, here's the segue that I want to give into this. You were just talking about AEW and giving a negative because a wrestler, the match was mm. continued because of a concussion. I would like to take us all back into WrestleMania 30 when The Undertaker suffered a concussion at the hands of Brock Lesnar and then for 25 minutes, continued a match, which to this day, and if you watch The Last Ride, as I know Dara re, uh, rewatched recently. I actually watched know. it all today. I, I watched the rest of it, to yeah. like all, yeah. like the last two episodes today, rewatched them. Which is mostly uh, about AJ Styles, but don't get me off track, mate. Sorry. So you know that The Undertaker doesn't even barely remember this match. And the news that came out this week, and again, news sheets being what they are, take it for what you will. But I was always under the impression that it was up to The Undertaker when the streak was broken. No. Well, apparently, Vince came into the locker room and told Taker, it's time. Yep. So when you go back in your mind, and if you're kind of a wrestling UFC junkie to a certain point like I am, and you remember that altercation that The Undertaker had with Brock Lesnar, I believe three years prior to this match taking place during one of Lesnar's UFC matches when essentially they jabbed after the match and Taker was like, come on, man, are we going to do it or not? I had been under the impression for years that this was set in stone and Taker was just waiting for Lesnar to come back. Well, this throws everything I thought I knew out the window if this report is to be believed. Mm. And man, man, 
Did they do take her wrong? I don't know. But what I do know is as a fan, nothing has shocked me more. Aside from The Rock losing, I'm sorry, uh, The Rock winning against Cena in the first match, because I literally would have put a million dollars that Cena would win that match. Mm. Nothing has shocked me more than when I saw Lesnar beat Taker. And I think that's ingrained for all of us who are watching during that generation. So when we kind of get our vice behind the story uh, type of news that comes out about it now and, you know, it makes you think. And that's what what I'm bringing this up for is because it now leads us into Survivor Series this year, which is essentially to celebrate 30 years of Taker. And all I'm left thinking going into this pay-per-view is, should he have lost to Lesnar? Or was Taker screwed by Vince wanting to get a guy over? Um, you should watch The Brothers of Destruction. It's like the last ride condensed into like 40 minutes. It's mm-hmm. quite good. But he talks about it. And Kane was really annoyed. Apparently, he was so angry he left. Austin was annoyed when that happened. I think everybody was. Wait, um, so where, where can I find this? Because this isn't on the network. It is. It's on the network. Brothers Wait, Destruction. It is? Yeah, Brothers, Brothers Destruction. Destruction. Yeah, Kane... And they actively talk about... Yeah, Kane brings it up. He's like, here, we have to talk about it. And he goes, I was so upset I left. And Austin was really annoyed too, apparently. They were all really... As soon as we're done recording. Yeah, they were all... They were all incredibly upset. Um, Wow. So this is is for real, for real, that Undertaker didn't make this decision. He just went along with it because he's... And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but he's Vince's boy. In his words, he said this exact thing. When I arrived, I was going over. Vince came up to me and he goes, well, look, it's your show. That's what he said. If you, if you watch The Last Ride, like, and this is where we're pulling a lot of this from, you'll get the idea. And I don't know, man, maybe it's bothering me more now that I found about this story today. I did. I'm adding this. I just added that to my notes right now. Um, maybe it's bothering more today, but you definitely, when you're uh, listening to Michelle McCool talk about The Undertaker in particular, it's heartbreaking. It's, it, it, it's heartbreaking because it's you realize that Undertaker literally would we'll do whatever do Vince anything says. to for Vince. Oh yeah. If Vince tells him to come back, he'll come back. He'll come back, and he won't be able to stop himself. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. I actually got really emotional um, watching it. I was like, well, one, I was kind of bummed because I'm like, I love the Undertaker. We all do. Like, I don't oh, yeah. remember. I don't remember a time in my life. Two things that I that are constant in my life. The Simpsons and The Undertaker. <laughs> you know, I don't know a world without The Simpsons, and I don't know a world without The Undertaker. Well, well we're similar, right? And we, we, we always talk about parallels that you and I have. Um, and for me, I distinctly remember The Undertaker losing this match and supposedly retiring, because that's what we thought he was doing mm. at the time. And uh, for those of you listening on Phoenix, sorry, but... Uh, for for the American people who are listening to our podcast on uh, True Penny Channel, you're watching here on YouTube. Mm. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. This has been brought up many times, and a huge fan of the former quarterback Tony Romo. And both mm. Tony Romo and the Undertaker retired literally within a week of each other. Yeah. Um, essentially, both because of injuries. You know, Taker was done, and and Romo had been injured to the point of retirement. And mm. for me, it was just this crushing week of, I knew this was coming, but even as an adult, 
it was it was like my I feel like my childhood just ended. That's what it is. I think that's what it feels like for me. I'm like, oh wow, this is this is ending now. Like, it Undertaker is just he's just the Undertaker. You know, it's like, <laughs> what does that look like? Do you know what I mean? It's like he's the last one. Like he's not. Like, you know, I, I joke a lot about it, but I, I, you know, Triple H, I do have a tremendous amount of respect for. Shawn Michaels, tremendous amount of respect. Hulk Hogan, I don't care what you say. I have a tremendous about, amount of respect but for the, these people. But they broke character yeah. and you know them outside the ring. Yes. Taker was the dude that Who never didn't. broke character never. and he epitomized professional wrestling. wrestling. Like, and I think that's why it hits us so hard. I think you're right. That's exactly what it is. Like it's, that's why how you know it's kind of real as well because he's doing that. Like Triple H is my favorite wrestler of all time. We know that, mm-hmm. but not the Undertaker. Well, didn't I think it was? Um, I think it was Chris Jericho actually who made the comment during the Last Ride documentary that he saw cameras around Taker mm-hmm. and recording him, and he went, "Whoa, what? What?" Yeah. Is is this the end? That's how you know it's the end. Yeah. I I think, you know, I think he's done and done done. And this is probably it. Now here's the cool and we are almost running to the time, so we're gonna have to speed through this, but I think what's gonna happen, Dave, we're gonna see Kane. We'll probably see Sting. That would be cool as some kind of reference. I think that's what they probably do because they both debuted at the same time. Uh but we might see That's Retrib- just you wishing. It is, but I think it could happen. We'll see Retribution show up probably. We'll definitely see Midian. Uh, uh, no, but then, <laughs> but then, the Fiend will probably show up, and I think we'll probably see a passing the baton moment with the Fiend passing the baton to sorry with Taker passing the baton to Fiend. Well, I think who's that, the big rumored opponent? And sorry, guys, spoiler alert. Who's the big rumored opponent for the Fiend this year at WrestleMania? Is it Edge? Is that what I've been seeing pop up I, in the news? I, I have no idea, but I would say that that's probably what's going to happen because I mean the that Fiend... fits with the whole Brood thing, and it fits with well, the Taker. Well, so. the Fiend's a, the Fiend's a babyface now, so wait, really? Yeah. So what I think will happen is they will do that, and then they'll pass it over, and they'll be up retribution, and that's what I can see happening. The rest yeah. of the show is going to be a pretty much uh, complete washout. We'll talk about it briefly next week. Guys, we have to wrap up here because we have reached time. This is the Wrestling Rewind. Dave, plug your Twitter. Hashtag Save Dave. Hashtag Save Dave. Follow me on Twitter at the Dave Stevens and Taker. It's a big mistake to go with Retribution. I remember what happened after the attacks in London. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, guys, next week we'll be talking about Survivor Series probably briefly. If not, we'll be talking about something good. Um, <laughs> because I don't think Survivor Series is going to be very good but definitely devastated about The Undertaker uh, retiring but a lot of good content on the WWE Network check out Brothers of Destruction guys if you haven't subscribed please do that helps us an awful lot uh, loads of shows dropping on the Rewind channel I'm just posting them out every day basically Rake of content Nerdtino Media has loads of content as well The True Penny Show thank you very much for having us loads of content is gone out there as well I think Dave has um, not Dave you're Dave. James uh, Dave. James has uh what like seven shows to post but the <laughs> right, yeah. yeah but the are being posted he does have them. And and guys literally you can search for the wrestling rewind yep. on YouTube and now you'll actually get sent to our channel. Please check it yep. out. We're uploading tons of shows and we want it to be a great place for you. We appreciate your comments and we will Ab- shout you out. Oh, especially for sure. Early on. Yeah, absolutely. And also there's um you know, if you, have, if you have any comments you want to bring up, any topics or anything you want us to, you know, rewind and watch. Go 
over to Nerd to Know Media right now, nerdtoknowmedia.com, and get the rest of the show. Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Check it out now. See you next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 